This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Bruch Ma'abam. We continue in Dafa Shavua. Masach Yivama. It's tonight. We're learning Dafa Ayin Hey Amud Beis. We begin Ayin Hey Amud Aleph. Two lines from the bottom. The Brisa said that if somebody's testicles are punctured, they're p'tzuadakav lo'yavei b'kal Hashem, which seemingly means that they're not they're infertile. Says Gemara, someone whose testicles are punctured cannot have children. But there's a guy, he went up, he climbed up a date palm. And a thorn punctured his testicles. And it emanated from him semen like pus. And he still had a kid. So we see that a punctured testicle does not preclude having a child. It says Gemara, Shmuel sent a message to Rav. He said, look, go find out where the kids are from. Because Shmuel did not believe that this person was capable of having children. You know, Shmuel was a doctor. That's the rush says in Baba Kama that we paskin like Shmuel, b'mamanois, because Shmuel was uh, very practical, and he had practical know-how. Shmuel was an astrologer, he was a doctor. Rav was Rabbi Abba, he wrote the Zayar, so he passed him like Rav, Isuri. Anyway, here's an example, Shmuel, we rely on his medical know-how. Okay. Amar of Hidamar Shmuel, P'tzuadaka bidei shamayim kosher. If the person's Testicles are crushed from heaven. He's kasher love b'kahal, whether through thunder or hail or uh, in utero. That's not considered p'suadaka. Amarava hainu de karina p'tsua v'loi karina ha'p'tsua. That's why we call it p'tsua, crushed. That means it sounds like it happens. It got crushed later, but not the one of crushed testicles, which would imply even from birth. So if somebody was born with crushed testicles, they're kosher. And since someone who's born with crushed testicles are kosher, if it happened later, through Masa Shamayim, it's kosher. It says a Tzuadaka cannot enter the Kal Hashem, and it says a Mamzer cannot enter the Kal Hashem. Just like a mamzer is through the act of man, avkan bidei adam. So too, tzuadaka is through the hands of man, through the act of man, not natural. Now the Torah said three cases: tzuadaka, kros shavcha, and. Petsuadaka and Kruz Shavcha. Says the Gemara, says Rava, Petsua Bekulan, whether it's wounded in any of them, Dach Bekulam, if any of them are crushed, Kruz Bekulan, or severed in any of them. What does this mean? There are basically three parts of the reproductive system. There's the, the male member, the testicles, and the cord of the testicles by which they are suspended in the sack. That's how Rashi learns. 
We'll see in a moment. Amarava. Um, so again, Amarava. Ptsua bekulan, dach bekulan, kros bekulan. Ptsua bekulan, ben shenivza hagid. Whether the member was crushed. Ben shenivza beitzim, whether the testicles were crushed. Ben shenivza chute beitzim, or the strands of the testicles are crushed. Dach bechulan. Excuse me, Petsua means wounded. Whether any of those three parts were wounded. Dach bechulan, if any of them were crushed. Ben shenidach hagid, whether the member was uh, crushed. Ben shenidach beitzim, whether the testicles were crushed. Ben shenidach chute beitzim, or the cords of the testicles were crushed. Or, cross bechulan, if any of them were severed. Ben shenichus hagid, whether the member was severed. Ben shenichus beitzim, whether the egg, whether the Testicle was severed. Bein shenechrosu chute beitzim, or the cord was severed. Amar luhu hahu merabanan l'rava. One of the rabbis said to Rava, "Who told you? Which birdie told you? Petsuadaka means the testicles are crushed. Maybe it means his head is crushed. Where do you see anything about?" The Eiver Tashmish over here. How do you know it's that place? It's his head. Someone with a crushed head can't enter the Kalashem. Where do you see anything, any indication in the word? From the fact it didn't say, ah, oh, the third generation could come, the fourth generation could come, the tenth generation could come. Must be, you know why it doesn't talk about generations? Because it cannot produce generations. Shema so we see, we're talking about the, the place that produces generations. The Mishnah, the Mishnah says, what a Ptsuadak is. Correct. And who told that Tana what it is? Where did he get that from? Which birdie told, like we learned in Yeshiva, which birdie told the Tana that it's referring to the the male organ. Maybe he's talking about a different part of the guf. That's what, that's what we want to know. How did, how did the Tana know? Right, you're right. The Mishnah said, but how did, how did the Tana know? So from the fact that there are no qualifications of generations, that he's Asr, Bereu Barbara, his son and grandson, kosher. Um. Oh, Shmami no b'Samakan. So Gemara says, "Well, v'duma haiduloi mano beidoris di Yehuda aser Bereu Barbara kosher." Maybe the reason why it did not talk about generations. is because he is Asr and his children and grandchildren are Takamutar. Maybe really it's talking about a different part of the body and it didn't talk about generations because uh, it's only him, it's not any other generation. So the Gemara says, okay, scratch that. Dumya de Shavcha. Similar to the one of a severed organ. Just like the Krash Shavcha is Ba'isay Makam, Ptsua Daka is also Ba'isay Makam. Says the Gemara, Krash Shavcha Gufei! Krash Shavcha itself! 
How do you know the Kroshavcha is in that place? Maybe the Kroshavcha is the lip. Because Kroshavcha is, it's severed that which pours. So the lip also pours. By the way, this is a little bit reminiscent of the connection between the Milas HaPeh and the Milas ha, the, you know, the two Arlas that we spoke about, Parshas Nayach. In other words, how do you know Kras Shavcha? Yes, it means poor, but maybe poor is a reference to the mouth, the lip, and not the Ever Tashmish. Says Gemara, Shavcha Ksiv. B'makam sheshoifech, where it pours. And from the lips it doesn't pours, but it's expectorated. Maybe it's referring to the nose. Someone with a severed nose cannot come to Kal Hashem. Miksiv b'shafuch. Does it say that which usually poured before? If it would have said that which usually poured before, then you could say it's the nose. Kruz shavchaksiv. That through severance, now it pours. Misha al krisa shoifech. One who through cutting, it pours. Shaloy al krisa, enoy shoifech. But not through cutting, if it wouldn't have been cut, it doesn't pour. Ela mikaleach, but rather it flows. Lafuke hai, to exclude the nose, the idiv idi shoifech, it pours regardless. So in other words, Kruz Shavcha implies now that it's severed, now it pours. So that's true by the Ever Tashmish. Beforehand it flowed, now it pours. But the nose, it, it poured before and now it also pours. So that's how we know the Kruz So basically the Kruz Shavcha is talking about Oisai Makaim. Therefore, Petsuadaka is also talking about Oisai Makaim. The Masnisatana, in a Brice that we taught, Nemar it says a p'suadaka should not come, and it says a mamzer should not come. Malahalon ba'oisay makom avkan ba'oisay makom. Just like loyavay mamzer is uh, someone who became that way through oisay makom, so too a p'suadaka. Yeah, the rest of the page is. Uh, the physiology, the ana, the atana, how do you say it? The anatomy of the human body, and it's talking about different ways the aver could be maimed or uh, balmum. Nikev lamata meatara shekenegdoi lamala meatara. This is very important to know in halacha also. What's considered? What is the lamata and lamala referring to? So the aver is considered to go down from the body. So lamata, basically you have the part of the, the aver tashmish which could be bikishoy. Then you have the corona, the atara, and then you have the tip. The tip is considered the lower part. The aver that could be bikishoy is the higher part. Now, if there's a puncture below the corona, and corresponding to it, it goes upward into the aver itself. 
Once it gets into the area of the corona, it's, uh, it affects fertility and it's a problem. Okay, now let's, let's look back at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, ay, ay, ay. The Mishnah says, Im nishtayir me'atara fil kuchud asara kasher. A cross shavcha is when the tip is cut off. However, if you have even a hair's breadth of the corona and on, it's kasher. Yosef Ravina v'kami bayle. Ravina was sitting and he had the following shayla. Meloy ha'chut amru. This full hair's breadth that the Mishnah spoke about, Alpne Kula, does it have to be a hair's breadth on the entire area of the Aver? Ayapne Ruba, or the majority, even if part of it is completely cut. In other words, a cross shafcha is when the tip is cut, but we said if there is a hair's breadth of the corona that remains, it's kosher. Do you need the whole a hair's breadth on the whole surface of the whole area of the corona, or is it enough to have the majority? Amalei Rava Toisola Ravina, Rava Toisola Ravina, Meloi Hachod Alpnei Ruba. It could even be if the majority has a hair's breadth, Uklape Resha, but toward the top. Now the Gemara is a very interesting Shaila. Amr of Huna, Kekomos Ksheira. Basically, if the Aver Tashmish is slit diagonally, like a pen, like a quill pen, it's kosher. Kamarzev, like a gutter, where. It's sliced like a pipe. And it has walls on both sides with a groove in middle. So in other words, if the aver is sliced diagonally, then it's kosher. But if it's sliced like a canal, like a um, gutter, then it's puzzle. Why? In the gutter, if it's sliced like a gutter, then the, the air gets in there. And it cools it off, and the semen is not viable. But by the quill, if it's sliced diagonally like a quill, then the air doesn't get in, and the semen warms, and it's viable. Rav Chizda Amar just the opposite. Kamarziv if it's like a gutter, it's kosher. Kokomas psula, if it's like a quill pen, it's pasal. Why high garid by loy garid? If it's like a gutter, the semen flows and is drawn. Like a pen, it doesn't flow. Amar Rava, Kvaseh Rav Huna Mestaber. Rava said like Rav Huna, it's Mestaber. Hai lo shal bayavira v'hai shal bayavira. When it's like a slit diagonally, the air doesn't get in and the semen is viable. V'hai lo shal bayavira. And if it's like a gutter, the air gets in. Ay, what about the factor of flowing? Imishum gridusa. What about the factor of flowing, that it flows more from a gutter than from a pen? 
It's no different than a spigot of a barrel, which is narrow toward the end, but where it actually goes into the barrel, it's wider. And since it's wider where it goes into the barrel, it's an effective spigot. So too, when it's the gid, when it's cut like a a pen, it's effective. Why? Because it's able to be effective in the Isha itself. That's the explanation. Just like a spigot of a barrel. When the spigot of the barrel is stuck into the barrel, even if the tip is narrow, but what goes into the barrel is wider, the same thing if the git is cut, it's effective uh, in the Isha. Amar le Ravina lemeremar. Ravina said to Reimar, Hachi Amar Marzutra Mishmed Rapapa. This is what Marzutra said in the name of Rapapa. Hilchasad Allahas Bain Kekolmas, whether it's slit like a, a pen, Bain Kemarzev, or like a gut or Kshera. It's kosher. Either way, it's kosher. Miumi Baile, the question is, Lamatame Atar Lamala. Is it only when it's below the corona? Or even if it's above the corona, toward the body itself. So the Gemara says, this is what Ravina said to Meremar. Now I'm sorry. Ravina said to Meremar, this is what Marzutra said in the name of Papa. However, the Shaila. Ravina said, is it only if it's below the Atar or even above? So, Maremar said, obviously it's when it's above the Corona, because if it's below the, the Corona, then even if the whole thing is cut, it's okay. So what exactly was Ravina saying? Ravina was just trying to test Maremar. He was trying to confuse and confuse him to see if he was sharp. But Ravina knew that it's the whole Shiloh was only if it's Lamata, but not Lamala. The, the whole Shiloh is only if it's Lamala. Because if it's Lamata, of course it's good. Even if the whole thing is cut, it's good. Hahu uvda dahava b'masa there's a story that happened in Masa where the person's Eva was cut like a gutter. Shafya Marbar Rav Ashi Kokomas. Marbar Rav Ashi basically trimmed it down to be like a, a pen va'achshire and he made it kosher. Because this way, he held that if it's Kamarzev, it's no good and if it's like a Komas, it is good. So he basically... Um, smoothed away the flesh so that it should be kokomos and not be like a marzev and this way it would be kosher. Okay, Marv Rabbi That's all, folks. Um, okay, we'll hold it over here. Wishing everyone an absolutely amazing night. Call to Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. Good night, Michael. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.